What's up, bro? Welcome to another show of the Brand Engineer Show. As you know, I am Brand Engineer, and like always, all podcast platforms everywhere. Brand Engineer Show, show uh, social media platforms: Instagram, TikTok, Threads, uh, Facebook. Brand Engineer Show, and of course, YouTube channel. It's where you can find the visuals. This video episode and all various episodes. Uh, Brand Engineer Show, man. I hope you guys enjoy uh, the new episodes that are out. I hope you guys enjoy this episode because tonight I am going back into what I do. And that is life and times with music. Okay, and tonight I'm doing my artist, my artist breakdown, man. I'm, I'm, you know, time to, you know, get it going. So, <sighs> so tonight artist breakdown is going to be uh, one of the greatest rappers, one of the greatest lyricists, one of the greatest you know, pure um, artists, musicians of the last 50 years in hip-hop, man. The one, the only, Nasir Jones. Nasir Jones, a.k.a. Nasty Nas, a.k.a. Escobar. Escobar. <laughs> and the was the one, the only, just Nas, obvious. Nas. Nasty Nas. Nostradamus, as you know, some people say, is one of the greatest rappers of all time, man. I don't think anybody can sit up here and tell me that he's not. He's influenced so many rappers, so many artists, so many people um, with his uh, music, his lyrical ability, his philanthropic work, everything, man. He's one of the rare few people in the industry that I would say actually has kept it true to self, like which is rare to find in an industry like that. And he's been in the game for damn near, like, since 90, shit, 93, 94. I mean, you know, his first album came out in, what, 94? You know, the classic, the iconic, you know, Illmatic came out in 94. Um, April of 94, to be exact. Um Three months after I was born, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, one of the greatest rap albums of all time, man. Uh, it is a legacy. Um, you know, some people can literally sit there and say that's probably one of his greatest albums of all time, um, which he would eventually go into creating uh, the next album, which was, uh, I want to say it was written. I think it was the next album. Yeah, it was written which has a lot of classes on there, too. He's one of those dudes that no matter where uh, he drops, it's going to be one of them albums that you remember immediately, just like his next project after that, which was I Am. You know, another classic body of work uh, that, that comes from one of the greats in the industry, one of the greatest rappers of all time. During this time, is when he started to really, you know, very often start trying to do new shit. I mean, when you have been an artist that has stayed true to self, you kind of do try to go find some new way of, 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 of getting people's attention, which leads into his album, Nostradamus. And it didn't do as well as everybody thought it would. Uh, I mean, uh, it was at the end of 1999, drops this album. It was his forward studio album. Not so much critically acclaimed. It wasn't as loved as the first three projects. 
like I said, a lot of people thought he kind of was losing it a little bit. I mean, going from the 90s, 94 to now coming into the to literally the new millennium in 2000s, and then you dropped this album, and it's like, okay. Plus, on top of that, it became apparent, obviously, that there was a new king in town, a new king in New York, and that was Jay-Z. And Hove did not hold back. He let it be known immediately that he was the new king in town, the new king on the throne, the one that would replace uh, Nas. And that 99 to 2000 to 2001 era of Hove was, was just legendary. I mean, Rockefeller Records became an actual label and really took off. You know, Nas still had Braveheart and, you know, and the, uh, the farm, but in and out, they were in and out. It wasn't really how it was in the 90s when they were running things. Which brings me into 2001. And this is where things really got interesting in hip hop. If you were a hip hop fan, if you were born late 90s, 2000s, you know exactly what I'm talking about, what I'm about to get into. The beef between Nas and Hope. It was literally one of those moments in hip hop history that you cannot, cannot say, if you were alive for it, you cannot remember. There was a moment in hip hop history. 2001 was particularly that Jay-Z drops the Blueprint album and everybody knows well you know my take already on the Blueprint album it's one of the greatest hip-hop albums all goddamn time uh I have said numerous times that Takeover is the greatest disc record I know it doesn't get the same appeal or same uh, you know acclaim as either but either is considered one of the greatest disc records. And you know me being who I am, man, I'm like, nah, man, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go against what I've always felt. Takeover, I still feel like it's one of the greatest disc records. I would take Takeover over Ether any day. But to be fair, and to do this show, I went and listened to Ether. And you know, man, you forget sometimes. <laughs> What songs meant to you when you were young? Like, you forget that beat. Holy shit. Like, and then when it comes on, just fuck Jay-Z. Hey, dog, you been on my dick, nigga. You love my style, nigga. Fuck Jay-Z. Oh, that shit hit different, nigga. And then that shit hit different, nigga. When, you know, when, when Ether dropped, it became one of those out, them songs, man. It is... Perfectly regarded as one of the greatest disc records of all time. I've never sat up here and said it wasn't one of the greatest disc records of all time. I just said I take take over over it. But Ether is one of the greatest disc records of all time. You know, especially when you get to the end of that damn song when he literally says, you know, the shit that make your soul burn slow, the Ether. Yeah, Ether, the shit that make your soul burn slow. Is he Dame Diddy, Dame Daddy, or Dame Dummy? <laughs> oh, I get it. Now, oh, now I get it. You, he, he Diddy, you, what he said, he puffy, you go, you Biggie, and he puffy. Like, 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 yo, that shit was, you know, I rock, I rock hoes, y'all rock fellas. <laughs> like, yo, this nigga, like, you like, God damn, really, my nigga? It was simple, but it was so effective. And, you know, it just like, damn, nigga. 
But yeah, man, Ether was that shit which started into the catalyst. And, and to hear that his brother, uh, Jungle, had to literally get out the car because he heard Takeover, he heard Blueprint. He was like, nah, nigga, you got to go get this, this nigga. You got to go get this nigga. Fuck that bullshit. It was right after his mom had passed. like, So he was really just not even trying. And then it just, he went in. He was like, fuck it. All right, nigga, you call me, let me out on the world stage. All right, nigga, let's get it. The fact that he went in and did Ether, then he dropped Stillmatic after that, man. Stillmatic, um, also regarded as one of the greatest, you know, albums of the 21st century. One of the best rap albums of all time. Stillmatic, just up there. I don't know if it's up there just like Illmatic, but it's to have a sequel like that, it it, 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 it did show why it is one of those guys, man. Which leads into Godson, uh, you know, and... You know, I want to say Illmatic had, and this is where you can correct me when this comes out. I want to say Illmatic had um, one mic on it too. I'm not too sure on that because I know I made you look, and I and uh, I can was on Godson. So yeah, made you look. The remix with him, Luda, and and and, and Jada Kiss. That video is legendary, bro. Um, And then he dropped what street? No, he dropped the lost tapes. He dropped his first lost tapes in two thousand and two, I think two thousand two, two thousand three. Again, y'all could correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, when it comes out too, uh, but I do know he dropped Street Disciples in '04. Well, one of my favorite songs by him off that Street Disciples project, which is um, just a moment. Laquan, that bitch is like legendary, bro. Um. Dead Nas had a decision to make at some point in his career. Uh, Columbia Records left. He left Columbia Records, became a free agent. And if he was willing to dead the past, which means would he sign under his rival Jay-Z, which at the time was unfucking thinkable Like, it was like, bro, like, Jay-Z and Nas not only are cool, Jay-Z signed Nas to Def Jam? Like, he went out his way and he signed us to them jam. Like, this isn't like this is a real thing. Like he he went out his way, and it showed you Jay Z being just a businessman. Like yo, I could I could dead the pass if if I could get one of the greatest rappers of all time to sign with me. You know what I'm saying? Like that is crazy, you know. And he never particularly ever went at. Nas ever get on that type of situation. I mean, they they have made more songs recently in recent times, which again is the craziest shit on the planet. Like the if you would have told, and I think I did this when I was doing a Jay Z episode. If you would have told seven year old <laughs> no Brandon that, hey, in two thousand and six, Jay Z and Nas are not only gonna team up, not gonna be just cool, not Nas just not gonna just sign the. Def Jam led by Jay Z, he's going to make two records with Hov, in the premise of the in oh seven oh eight. Like he's going to also make records with Jay Z. Like fuck out of here, dude. Which they did on Nas's um rap is hip hop is dead project. They did dead president. Uh, no, not dead president. Lodges. Uh, Black Republicans on that record, and then of course they teamed back up on American Gangster for success, which is two of my favorite records by them two dudes. Ever. You know what I'm saying? So it's rare when you do get a Hov and Nas record. Like that shit is 
again, you would have told seven year old me in 2007 and 2008, you'd be hearing Jay Z and Nas together on a song. You'd be like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Nigga, that ain't never gonna happen. Are you crazy? Do you hear how these niggas talking about each other? But that beef, I think, should show a lot of people how you could dead shit, even if it is the most craziest thing you could ever think of. To see them niggas dead that shit, and not only they were that, but be cool with one another. Which I think they always was cool, but then when shit, you know, you feel like you gotta you gotta step up to the crown, you want the throne, you gotta shoot shots at the nigga that's that you feel like is sitting on there. So I get it. I totally understand it, but yeah, that was a crazy time. But hip hop is dead dropped, and that is where people really took things like now I started a whole conversation, which is something that was rare at the time. Was hip hop dead? Like, you had to really sit back and actually ask yourself, was hip hop dead? And this is 2006. This isn't like, you know what I'm saying? This is like 2006. Like, at the time, hip hop at the time wasn't going through what it's going through now, where it's hard to find that 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 hip hop artist or that rapper that you like. Yeah, this nigga fits the. It was harder. It wasn't that hard at that time. 06 hip hop, like 06 hip hop was what? Who was who was who was hot at the time in 06? Hove Nas, of course, Wayne, T.I., Jeezy, Kanye, Common. Like hip hop at the time was way more spread out. So for him to say it was hip hop dead, it was kind of like a challenge to a lot of the young guys that was coming in. To become the next big star, the next Jay Z, the next Nas, the next M, the next Biggie Pac. Like, they wanted that mantle. So, for him to say that hip hop was dead, it was kind of like, what? I remember the song when the song came out, you know, uh, when he did with Will I Am. And I was like, damn, this nigga really just like called the whole project is hip hop is dead. He didn't even try to give it like a, like a question mark or none of that shit. He was like, no, hip hop's dead. <laughs> In the ground, burial. Like, like, I, but you saw a lot of people say, nah, nigga, hip-hop is not dead, which rose the Lil Wayne's and the Kanye's, and the, it got them back on their game. It got them back on their, I ain't trying to be on radio shit always. I got to go get mine. But hip-hop did, album-wise, created a whole generation of rappers feeling like, no, I got to prove, like, this is not over. Hip-hop is not dead. Hip-hop is still thriving. It's still there. Now, I cannot say that shit about this era of hip-hop because every nigga sounds the fucking same. It's hard to find the balance, like I said, in 06. The balance in 06 and 07, 08, like before all of this, like, flipped and it went into the 2009, 2010 era where it was Drake, it was Cole, it was Kendrick, it was Nicki, it was, you know what I'm saying, like, Big Sean, Wale. Like, before it got into that era where it was just so positive and, wasn't always about the gun toting and all that. And then again, it just went. And now it's in a in a the drill music phase where I like it, but it's not it's not it's not to the you know it's not in that 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 field of hip hop at the time. But it definitely created something. And if hip hop is dead, created a little bit of controversy. Nas's next album, and I remember this controversy. He literally called his next album "nigga." <laughs> He literally called the album "nigga." I, I, if you was alive at that time, if you were born at that time, you were around hip hop at that time, you remember this shit. It was very controversial. Like people was like, "You gonna really call this album 
nigga. And then what so did even more crazier was like the cover. Like the cover is still out there. Like and then he had to call it untitled because the labels and everybody's like, look, distribution. This is when album still was a thing. Maybe you could do it now and call the album nigga, but at the time you couldn't do that. Like like because you still had to go through distributions. They still had to put albums in stores, Walmart and shit like that. Like nobody's gonna put that shit on the racks. So he had to literally rename it and call it Untitled. But the cover spoke for itself. The man literally has a slave with the word with the N, you know, kind of like beat into him. Like it's it's like damn, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that album came out and did what it did. And then of course, uh. Distant Relatives with him and Damian Marley comes out, and my sister loved that project. I remember her playing that project. Every time I went home to New Orleans, I remember just listening to that project. My sister sister loved that project. You know, and then I dropped various albums throughout the years, you know. uh, I forgot what he called that fucking album, but with Bye Baby and Daughters on it and everything like that, I forgot what he called that album. And he also had... uh, what was the goddamn song called? I I don't want to fuck it up. I think it was called Cherry Wine. Cherry Wine. With Amy Winehouse. And it was right after I think she had passed. So, yeah. That al- that's album had that. And then you had, like... You know, what are the albums that Nas dropped? But Nas dropped a lot of albums around this time. And then, of course, it goes into... The recent albums that Nas has dropped, you know, his collaboration with Kanye West during that that big ass Kanye West time period where he was dropping like seven albums in seven days and shit like that. And Nas was one of those albums that Kanye produced. And now his run with Hit Boy from King's Disease series to now the Magic series. Um, him and Hit Boy. Even his songs with, with, with DJ Khaled, you know, on his projects. Of course, like I said, him and Hove. It's rare to hear those two on songs. So to hear them two on Sorry Not Sorry on Khaled Project was like an honor to hear that shit. Cause you just you you don't get those moments. Even Nas and Hope teaming up for Ludacris Project way back in the day, you know I do it for hip hop. Like it's a moment when you hear these things. And Nas is one of the greatest rappers of all time. He's like I said, influenced so many rappers. I mean J Cole, um, but J Cole. A lot of the rappers you hear nowadays, you know, that have that same, that, that feel of Nas, you know, J. Cole made one of the greatest records talking about Nas, you know, talking about, like, let Nas down, like, it's one of the greatest records ever, like, you, you hear, you know, how much he admired and respected Nas at the time and still do, it's like, wow, that's crazy, man, so, This is why I feel like Nas is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Because no matter what has happened in hip-hop, you will always remember Nas. He is one of them. He might not, like I said, he might not have the same accolades as Ho. Let's put it like that. He might not have the same accolades as Ho. But when you sit here and you say, who is Ho's, who is Jay-Z's um, comp? Who who is the guy that you can literally look across and say, damn, Jay Z had that to go up against? It's Nas. I know Wayne has given the whole that, but Nas is the one. Nas has always been that guy. Nas was out first. 
You know what I'm saying? Nas is before Hove came out. So Nas is one of the greatest rappers of all time. You when you have the conversation, I think Billboard did their top fifty rappers of all time list. I think Nas is in the top ten. He's that guy. Like he is in that conversation. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. Put pen to paper. Like he's that dude, man. There's not a lot of rappers that can touch Nas still, like lyrically. Like this man could still fucking rap his ass off. Like like if you hear him and Wayne do uh the the song uh Angle Never Died, like on his on on the Magic Two, Magic Three project, like that shit is incredible to hear two of the greatest to ever team up and do something. Or even back in the day when Wayne and him jumped on uh Rich Boy Ghetto Rich remix with John Legend. Like it's shit like that, man. Like you just don't you don't understand how much and even the embrace of these the you know, him teaming up with Rick Ross and the Rose they got a couple songs that are classic. Him and Jeezy with my president is black, like it's Artists like that, songs like that, that changes the narrative of how great you are. And, and Nas is one of the greatest rappers to ever do it. And anybody, like I said, tell you any different, they're lying to you. Nas's legacy is beyond comprehension. It's something that you can't even speak on sometimes. Because to have the man still out here rapping better than half of the fucking rappers in the game today tells you about the, the, the longevity, his creativity, and his lyrical ability. The man is one of them. He is going to always be the one that everybody remembers because of how he, one, went up against Jay-Z at the time, and two, because of how many bodies of work he has created. The man has one of the greatest debut albums of all time. It will never fall. He has one of the greatest sequels to that debut album of all time. It can never be another. To say he went, he was in the conversation when they look back on careers and say, the man was in an era with Biggie, Pac. Like, Biggie and Pac. Like, Pac mentioned this man. Like, he knew Nas was that guy. Yeah. All in all, man, Nas is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Anybody that tells you any differently, you're lying. And I don't think you need to talk about hip-hop or rap music ever. Because that is just crazy. Where does Nas rank on my list of top 10 rappers of all time? He's in the conversation. He's definitely in my top 10. You know, I'm going to do one. I'm going to do a greatest rap a rappers list uh, at the end of this year. I already know that's what I'm going to do at the end of 2024. But, um, yeah, Nas is one of them rappers that you just remember. You remember where you was when you first heard Nas, man. And, um, yeah, speaking of that. He will be getting an album breakdown. He also will be getting a, a, a debate. And he also will be getting um, a top 10 list, which I'll be doing tonight. So be on the lookout for that. But until then, I am Brandon Janu. This is the Brandon Janu Show. Life of Times is Music. The artist breakdown. Nice. Thank you, Nice, for all the music that you have given us. I appreciate it. And I can't wait to see what you do with the rest of your career because the career you've had so far is monumental, my guy. Hall of Fame worthy. And I can't wait to see you get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because you deserve it. And your first battle of hip-hop Hall of Fame, obviously. So thank you for the music that you've created. Next artist break now. I think I did it on him before. I don't know if I have, I haven't. 
but I will be doing one on him now, and that is Justin Timberlake. Till next time, I am Brian Janu. Peace.